just a little recap on the last episode. The last episode was about fake people. And my perspective and a little bit um, about, you know, some little instances where I came across fake people. So make sure you tune into that episode. Make sure you share it on all your social media platforms. Um, if you also want to follow me on social media, my Instagram name is so-gen101. My Twitter name is so-gen101. And my Facebook is Jennifer Renee. If you are a podcast listener, let me know. Slide in my DM. Send me a message. I would love to interact with you and get to know you a little bit more. And we'll just go from there. So I was sitting on the bed today and talking to my wife. She gives me a little bit of critiques on my podcast. This is the first time I'm really taking my podcast very serious. So you're going to be on this journey with me, improving myself, doing, getting all the kinks and everything so we could be the best, you know, that I could be. So I wanted to do a confession episode because when people start to get notoriety, there's always some kind of skeleton that comes out of the closet later on in life when you end up pissing someone off. So it's just better to tell your own side of the story before someone else tells your side of the story because then they determine the narrative of your life story and no one should ever be in the position to do that. So I wanted to break down some of the things that I wouldn't necessarily regret because it may be the person that I am now, but some of the decisions and some of the choices that I made in life that necessarily wasn't the best or it was just, you know, being an adolescent and just being young, foolish, and stupid. So who's better than to keep it real and figuring it all out than myself, right? So what people don't know is there was a time in my life where I was working at Knoxbury Farm. They were not paying anything. The hours were shitty. The customers were shitty. I did have a fun time there. However, I did not make solid friendships there because that's just something that I deal with as a person. I don't believe making friends in the in the workplace is all that beneficial. I mean, if you want to climb up the ladder, you want to make sure that people know you, they have a positive vibe about you, that's different. That's a prime example of me. I was promoted and I really don't know a whole bunch of people, but I've always been proactive and helping people out. So why not promote someone like that? That makes a good candidate for any promotion. So many don't know is I went through a period of, of in life with one of my best friends. I'm not going to say her name, but we were like, that's when stripping was really popular, and I was like, oh my God, let's just freaking do it, you know? And we were thinking fast money, the fast money. I've always been level-headed to a certain degree, so I never would fall into getting pimped out or becoming a hoe or having sex with men, but I did strip for a period of time, and I did make quite a bit of money. And I'm not ashamed of it. I wanted to keep it hush-hush to my family, because I come from this middle class, uh, kind of upper class family, and it's like, oh my God, Jennifer did that? But yeah, I did. I'm not ashamed of it. It made me who I am because I've learned 
just in that environment, how weak people can be. And what I mean by that is some of the strippers and the customers and how some people just come in there just for fun. It's just something, they live out their fantasies. So yeah, me and my friends, actually we did that and I think she still strips. I don't strip anymore. That, I knew right away that was not going to be my lifestyle, my stilo. I didn't want to be known as some popular strip or anything like that. It was basically to build more self-confidence for me. So I, I kind of used it in a way. I made money. I made a little name of myself. And I built more confidence up. And I improved on myself. And I got out of there. Some people don't get out of it. And then <laughs> I've done some other things. That there's this website called What's Your Price? I guess it's this dating website where... You make a profile about yourself, you say what type of person you're interested to, you know, your interest about me section, typical social media description uh, lingo. And people pay you to go on a date. However, I never went on any dates. I was like, I heard about it from some of my friends. I was like, shoot, I might as well do it and have somebody pay for it. But I never used it. I think I still have the account, but I don't even know, like, my name or anything like that. Then, what did I do? I think I did Sugar Babies. So at one point, it was very popular, still popular today now, to get a sugar daddy. Like, why not? I always said if I was going to get a sugar daddy, I wasn't going to be, like, selling my body. I wanted to find a sugar daddy that just wanted my time. And there are some like that. I have some friends that have sugar daddies. All they have to do is meet with them a couple times a week or whatever. They have an agreement. They have a set date, he deposits money into her bank account, you know, buys her a car, all kinds of stuff. So I was like, shit, why not? I'm open. I have no shame in my game at all. And let's see if I have any more other dirt. Oh, I basically cheated on almost everybody I've been with. I have this habit of, it goes back to my childhood days. I have abandonment issues. Uh, my mother used to isolate me a lot, so I'm kind of socially awkward too, so that's by far. But I felt if I was over you, I should get into another relationship because then if you try to work it out with me, I'm already involved with somebody else and I don't have time for it and I'm already developing feelings. So if I cheated on you, most of the time, nine times out of ten, I have already moved on with somebody else. So that's just how I was because I was so afraid of being alone and I am an only child. And like I said, I suffer from isolation. My mom used to isolate me. Um, so I did that. I cheated in my marriage. She's cheated. So we've come to an agreement. We're not going to do that to each other again. We're going to move forward. That's just how it is. I have a history of doing that. I'm not proud of it. But that's just how I am. I've had my heart broken a couple of times. Well, seriously, maybe three times. And each time, I'm like, I'm not going to put myself in this situation. I'm not going to do that. I've learned a little bit about myself. And I've learned healthy coping mechanisms on just improving myself and fixing myself in that regard. I always tell my wife, and my wife always tells me, if we ever get to a point where we really like divorce each other, we're going to be single for a while before we get into a next relationship and really work on ourselves before jumping into another room because we want to be the best versions that we could be. And that's been true on both of our parts, and I'm extremely proud of us 
for having that realization. But um, we're sticking together, baby, forever, for better or for worse. You got me. So, what else? I have, earlier, like when I stated I'm socially awkward, due to my upbringing, I'm an only child, my mom kind of isolated me. I don't know if I talked about in previous episodes, but in an upcoming episode, I want to talk about mental health, and I'll go more in depth with my whole background and everything like that. I'm an advocate on mental health for sure, but... I have a hard time having that first conversation. Like, it's so easy. I see other people, they meet they meet people they don't even know. They could just start a conversation, and then they just start to build a relationship. Or, you know, you just have small talk. You meet somebody at a bar. That's it. Maybe you exchange numbers. Maybe you don't. Or you meet somebody at a convention. You exchange numbers, network, whatever. I am the type of person I could talk for days. I could talk. But I have to know you. If I don't know you, I don't know how to make that initial, you know, icebreaker conversation, you know, the first conversation. I don't know how to do that. So that makes me socially awkward. So I come off to people as ill. Like, first of all, I have resting bitch face syndrome. And I come off very cold and not very welcoming. But that's not my intention. Trust me, in my head, I'm like, please come talk to me. Like, I can keep the conversation going. Just start it. That's something I'm working on as an adult. I don't want to be like that, but I've been dealing with it. I'm going to be 28 years old next year. I mean, not next year, next month. And I have that issue. And I feel like at 28 years old, you should be able to start a conversation and not get anxiety and get all insecure about yourself. So, yeah, that's something I definitely need to work on. And Another flaw would be I do have a mean streak about me. What I mean by that is I can be a bit of a mean girl. Like in public, if I see someone do something or I don't like the way they look, if I'm out with somebody, I would like make that noticeable. Does it make it right? No. That's something I'm currently still working on myself as well. On the flip side, Let's talk about the positive about Jennifer. I'm highly educated. I'm really a sweet person. Once I get to know you, I will ride for you to the end. But all it takes is for one time for me to question your loyalty or for you to break my trust, and you'll never get that side of me again. Never. Um, I love to travel. I love helping people. I'm an advocate in many areas. When it comes to women's rights, LGBTQ, mental health, and anything African-American or Black-related, Black people-related, I am an advocate. I also love to have fun, love to travel. I try to bring my friends in what I'm doing, like any type of outside project. I want to, like, help. That's just the core of me. I get my feelings hurt really bad when I feel like I can't help somebody, especially someone close to me, and for the most part, I'm I'm one of those people, you can call at any time, any time of the day, and I'll answer, if I can't answer, I'll send you a text, and I'll say, I'll call you back, and I will call you back, and I would say, I'm a lover, I love hard, I love very, very hard, and if I love you, I'll love you forever, even if, that goes for exes, that I really did love. I will always love you, but I won't love you in that same capacity. But 
that's me. Just so selfless. I'm very selfless, very self-aware. I know my flaws. I know my pros and my cons. And I'm not ashamed to expose myself because that's just me. I have been raised around people that have been very vocal. Everyone has been able to express themselves. Rather you want to or not, you're going to know how somebody feels. And I definitely respect uh, respect that upbringing I did have. So that's my confession. That's basically everything, my confession, negative about me and positive about me. So my listeners could get a little bit more insight about me. And as I keep going on with my podcast, my, with my different topics, my different subjects, you guys will get to know me more because I have all these different personalities, all these different experiences I have in life, and eventually you'll get a like a real picture of how I am as a person. Because everyone has a whole bunch of different sides to them, a whole bunch of things that make them them. So we'll go on. We'll talk about that later on. I also wanted to do a disclaimer. All of the artwork that I use for my episodes, I do not own it. I find it on Pinterest or any type of image place or whatever, and I use it. I think it's beautiful. So that's where I get that from, and I also wanted to make my listeners aware. Every subject that I talk about, I have experienced something either in that week or at that some point in my life. I don't just talk about shit I haven't experienced. I feel like that is misleading people, that is untruthful, and that doesn't get anywhere. But you need to be your authentic self, and you need to actually talk about things that you actually experience. Because I'm a strong believer, if you haven't experienced it, why are you talking about it? If you haven't went through it, why are you talking about it? Because you don't know. So, that is it for my confession episode. I just wanted to give a little bit of insight because I'm not Miss Perfect. I'm not Miss Beauty Queen. I'm not this sweet angel. I'm just Jennifer, and I'm just trying to figure life out with you guys. And I hope you continue to keep riding out this journey with me and keep supporting me. It's going to be a long road. Love you guys.